Hold up a minute. This is episode 50. We're halfway to the goal, man. We got something new to introduce our friends, our listeners to right now. That's right. And um, I mean, I think this was my idea, right? This was 100% your a co-host idea. New yeah. intro, a custom intro, something that feels more me, I mean us, something that feels yeah. more us. But guess what? This is not a celebration. This isn't post-congratulations on social. This is episode 50, and episode 50 is not our goal this year. No. Episode 100 is our goal this year. So while we are changing some things, while we do have a custom rap intro, that doesn't mean we've made it. It doesn't mean we've had our goal this year. No. There's so much more to come. In fact, what you're about to experience, this is halftime. This is the halftime show. So, ladies and gents, welcome to the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast. This is the new intro. You know it's time to do it major. Here's to the hustlers, the movers and shakers. Get up on your grind. Don't let the haters get you. I know that you got a vision. Now it's time to deliver. Yeah, yeah. Giving you the tools, helping you to grow. Level up. Time to shine like you never did before. Let them know. More than a podcast, it's a mindset. You can do anything. You just got to keep grinding. Let's go. The Entrepreneur Adventure. The Entrepreneur Adventure. You ready? In a corporate job, say like, hey, go start consulting, go start running a product test service in the space you want to get into to understand the customers and their needs and how the industry works and make some connections and stuff. You want to get into a product business later, like a course or a membership site or a software or whatever, you can, and that transition's easier. Um, the other thing, like actually as it relates to having a job is I was in sales. And so I was able to very fortunately, like make a lot of money <laughs> in, in like the, the year and a half that it took me to, to grow podcast motor to where I could quit my job. So we had a bunch of savings too. Um, and and I, one, I think doing sales and understanding sales, even if you're not a salesperson, um, is just like the ability to make more money is really great because then you can just put it away in savings and you'll need it right as an entrepreneur. Um, but, but just the flexibility and the peace of mind to say, like, even if this goes in the tank, we're good for six or 12 months, um, is really, really important. Welcome back to the entrepreneur adventure podcast, where we give you the tools to start a podcast of your own. You know, there are a multitude of different ways to grow your business, but have you ever considered starting a podcast? If you haven't, today's your lucky day. We have with us on the show today, Mr. Craig Hewitt founder and CEO of Castos, a podcasting platform that makes starting a podcast easy peasy. All you have to do is create the content and show up. And Mr. Hewitt will also be talking about how to leverage your podcast to reach more people, to connect with your existing customers, and ultimately grow your business. And with that, I'll turn it over to our hosts, Josh Melton and Chad Brown. Welcome, friends. We are back for another episode of the Entrepreneur Adventure. Today is going to be about podcasting. And if you're here listening to us, listening to this podcast, obviously you're a fan. You probably want to know more about podcasting and maybe why you should have a podcast. A good podcast. A good podcast. Yeah. Maybe a great podcast. So I am excited and a little intimidated by our guest today. We're going to learn about podcasting, learn about good podcasting or great podcasting, which we probably don't have a great podcast set up or maybe even not even a great podcast. So uh, that's why it's a little intimidating. Welcome, Craig Hewitt, founder of Castos. Uh, thanks for joining us today, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Craig, tell us real quick so that we understand. Because if we try to explain Castos, me and Chad are... <laughs> You can tell by the accent. <laughs> hey, I, I wrote down SAAS platform. Like I hear that term a lot as an entrepreneur. I don't even know what it means. So yeah, that, you don't want me to explain anything. I right? don't want you to explain anything, Chad. We're here to learn, Craig. Tell, like, tell us about Castos and, uh, and what it does in the podcasting world. Yeah, for sure. So, so Castos is a, a podcast hosting and analytics platform. We are software as a service, uh, so SAAS. Uh, so as, as opposed to you know old school on-premise software, you would buy... Windows 95 and put the CD in your computer and install it and stuff. 
nowadays, most all software is in the cloud. You just kind of rent it um, on a monthly or yearly basis. And that's, that's what we do. Um, we also have a, a professional services arm called Castos Productions, where we do kind of done for you editing and production. So, you know, you all or our customers kind of record an episode, send it to us. We have a team of audio editors, team of writers, team of marketers that put it all together and deliver a, a ready to publish episode to you. Um, yeah, we're a team of 11 people um, and have been doing this about four years. So interviewing you, Craig, just so our our listener knows, we want to make sure the listener knows you're listening to this thing and you're, you're like, we're talking to the, it's like talking about your diet with your friends and your personal trainer. Like your personal trainers, like telling you what you should do. Your friends are going out to eat with you. Like they kind of know what you're eating and stuff. Like Craig is, we're vulnerable here, Craig. Like, you know, anything you want to know about our podcast, you can, you actually would be able to define all the statistics that you guys provide. I mean, Chad are like, that looks good. We guess like this is a vulnerable situation for us because like you got all the data on our podcast and we're going to talk about how to have a good podcast and we're just going to hope that you have a friendly smile on your face the whole time. <laughs> well, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah I mean, so you far, guys so it, good. I, I, I feel like, I feel like I, and, and like the rest of our team have like the best job in the world, right? We get to like wake up every morning and help creators, right? And help podcasters to have a better platform and a better experience and not focus on the technical BS of, of everything that podcasting is and just focus on, you know, creating cool content and, and, and connecting with their audience. Um, and cause I think like podcasting is hard, right? It's not like a blog, like you get Squarespace or WordPress and you type some words and you hit publish and that's it. Like you need, you know, a microphone and a camera and editors and no, you have to know what an RSS feed is and, we just find that a lot of people get really intimidated by all of that stuff up front. So they don't even get started, you know, and I think that's like one of the, one of the big challenges we have to, to help folks overcome is like, don't, don't get bogged down with all the details and don't get intimidated by it because like good enough is definitely a thing, especially as you're getting started, you know? Yeah. And you guys have been able to provide that kind of turnkey solution. And I definitely want to jump for us to jump into that. But first, Let's talk about your entrepreneur journey. Or again, the podcast is the Entrepreneur Adventure. Uh, we know you got some stories to tell. So kick us off, man, with how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Were you selling candy in high school? Or what was the story for you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like going way back, I guess, like it's been in my family for like generations, as many generations as I know, I guess. So on, on like my dad's side of the family, my grandpa was uh, a general contractor, so home builder. My dad was the same. Um, and so both like self-employed and, and, and like, it's really formative. I think growing up where your, your parents can be at your, I didn't play baseball, but soccer games and swim meets and stuff like that. And you see like, man, you can just take vacation whenever you want and, you know, have flexibility to, to have your life or your work fit around your life, um, was, was really cool. And, and coming out of college, you know, I got a, a regular kind of corporate job. And actually, I think that was really helpful to to where I am now because I saw like this is how a Fortune 500 company works and, and operates and the rules and the processes and stuff there. And, and I've always been really averse to that. And so, like when the opportunity came, I I got out of that. But I still look back at that time now and say like, man, like my time there was really helpful um, because they they brought me up a lot, you know, um, from, from like a, a personal and professional development perspective. And like, you know, they're just, you know, a company with thousands and thousands of employees. And so one of the things that, that like we're focused on right now, and, and I'm sure y'all can relate is like the reliance on one person to, to make all this work is super dangerous. And, you know, we're 11 people, so we don't have a lot of that, but like me as the CEO, I'm involved in a lot of things. And so my job right now actually is to, to not be responsible for anything. Um, and I think that that's, as you're getting started and you might be like just getting your first 10 customers, that might sound like really arrogant, but for folks that might be like a little further along, they probably nod their head. I see you guys nodding your head and say like, yeah, totally. Like one, you're just going to get burnt out. Two, the company can't be as successful as it would be otherwise if you're if you've got your fingers and all these pies. Um, so yeah, I mean, so how I got kind of my entrepreneurial start is actually started this professional services arm that that we now call Castos Productions, 
was formerly called Podcast Motor. Uh, I started it when I started a podcast kind of like this one where, and it's still going to this day, it's called Rogue Startups. Um, I started it like as a as a entrepreneur, you know, I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to get into this online business stuff. I'm just going to start a podcast talking about it and interviewing folks. And um, so you started the podcast when you were still employed or had you started? Yeah. Okay. So you still have a job and you start a podcast about startups. It's just like us. He's like, Hey, I need some free consulting. I need, <laughs> I need to know from some people how they're doing this. What better way than start a podcast it's interview and I record this stuff yeah 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 i mean and i think it's especially in this circle of like you know make money online entrepreneurship podcasting is such a powerful knowledge transfer medium you know like we all have learned so much from pat flynn and tropical mba and rob walling and all these guys that guys and gals that like openly share what they're doing uh and so like honestly like i I could never pay back all those people for for like all the knowledge that I've gotten from them, but but try very hard um, through through my podcast there and, and like what we do with our academy and stuff. But 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 so I started Podcast Motor as like a done for you editing and production service because I saw like this is a pain, you know, <laughs> like this whole <laughs> thing is just complicated and it takes forever. And so I was like, man, I bet there's some like more successful people than me that value their time more than I do. Um, to where they would pay me a couple hundred bucks a month for this. And, and they did. And, and so we grew that and I was able to, you know, kind of, as we started growing it, I was able to like, just reinvest everything back in the business. Cause I still had a job. Um, so started doing content marketing, grew the team, offloaded a lot of the actual work, um, to where I was just left doing sales calls and, uh, was able to quit my job and that supported us. And then the opportunity to purchase the seriously simple podcasting plugin came up from one of our podcast motor customers. Um, and that's really where Castos came from is originally the, the Castos platform only plugged into people's WordPress sites. So you go and you manage all your podcast content in WordPress, but then you're uploading the file to Castos so that the, the file is not on your WordPress server, your server is not, you know, delivering all those big files and stuff. Um, we opened it up to where now you can use Castos by itself. You can use it with WordPress and, and our mix is about 50-50 at this point uh, of customers using Castos with WordPress or as a standalone platform. Um, but but that's the that's the short version of, of, of my journey. Yeah. Now, I love th this pattern has repeated over and over and over with our guests and, and most everybody we talk to that has been able to grow sustainable, successful companies. You grew this business and you grew it to a point where you were able to quit your job. You didn't quit your job and financially uh, drain the business of funds or put all the stress and, and financial burden on the business. And that's something we've heard just over and over and over. As you look back, is that one of the greatest decisions you made is to continue keeping your corporate job while you were able to grow this on the side and build a team? Yeah, totally. And I think a couple of, of additions to that point too is, um, one, it, it's a service business, right? It's basically like a consultancy. We call it a productized service because we did one thing and we had a couple of you know flavors of it. But but it wasn't like oh, we're a digital marketing agency. We'll do whatever you want. But but it was a service based business. So the nice thing there is like you put a WordPress site up, you connect it to Stripe, and put a form on there, and you can start getting paid like in a day, right? Um, and so like as <laughs> and now we're running a software company, and so I definitely feel the pain of like building a product is really scalable at this point, you know, but, but starting with the idea of like, Hey, I'm going to go from zero to, uh, you know, running a successful SaaS business, um, is just crazy. <laughs> I think, you know, so like, I think that people are like in a corporate job, say like, Hey, go start consulting, go start running a product service in the space you want to get into to understand the customers and their needs and how the industry works and make some connections and stuff. If you want to get into a product, business later, like a course or a membership site or a software or whatever you can. And that transitions easier. Um, the other thing, like actually, as it relates to having a job is I was in sales. And so I was able to very fortunately, like make a lot of money in, in like the, the year and a half that it took me to, to grow podcast motor to where I could quit my job. So we had a bunch of savings too. Um, and, and I, one, I think, doing sales and understanding sales, even if you're not a salesperson, um, 
is just like the ability to make more money is really great because then you can just put it away in savings and you'll need it right as an entrepreneur. Um, but, but just the flexibility and the peace of mind to say like, even if this goes in the tank, we're good for six or 12 months, um, is really, really important. That's really cool. And it allows you to grow the business with the right customers in the right direction that, that, that you see, not necessarily what's financially required to, to make payroll on Friday. And that's, yeah. uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a freedom that, that I think uh, looking back as most entrepreneurs, we realize it can be the difference in survival or failure. Um, well, guys, I'd, if nothing else comes out of today, this has been successful for me already. <laughs> I'm going to sound way freaking smarter in conversations. I now know it's not S-A-A-S, it's SAS. So I actually sound like I'm know what I'm talking about from a from a acronym standpoint or a word standpoint, and I know what it means. So whatever happens from here is a win hey, for a me. Win for you. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's it. Thanks a lot, Craig. Uh, appreciate having I appreciate you. It. Uh, so <laughs> you started guys. podcasting in 2014, and then how quickly did it turn into a, to a business for you? I think I had a flip phone in 2014. Oh man, those were the days. The razor that was amazing, wasn't it? I had the Casio, like waterproof, dustproof, shockproof, yeah. like, whatever that was. It's back when you could. <laughs> well, I don't get, if I get struck by lightning with my cell phone, it still works. You could get mad at your phone or get mad on a phone call and throw your phone, That's and there was fine. no way you could break it, right? That's it would right. like bounce yeah. off a semi truck and you still pick it up. Yeah. Didn't even lose the call. Yeah. So you started 2014 podcasting. How quickly did you start actually charging people to help them with the consulting piece of it or, again, the marketing end of the podcast as you bridged into your own company? A couple of months. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, pretty pretty soon after that, yeah. In 2014, too, so it's 2021 now, like podcasting, it, there was a lot more to learn back then as far as in like getting, it's a different game then too. I mean, this is seven years ago. That's an eternity. Like you said before yeah. we went live, like it's like podcasting years are like dog years. So it was like 50 years ago, you were starting your first podcast. Right. right. But no, you, you really like did it. have to <laughs> scale up and learn a lot because there, there were not as many tools available then to help you get started. You said Pat Flynn a minute ago too, and I fell in love with his podcast early on, probably because there weren't that many, but because of what he did with sharing his, um, hey, this is exactly what I'm doing. This is how much money I made last month. And you know, that whole monthly report he did. And so I loved his podcast for years because I felt like I was learning something the whole time. And he was like the inside view of it. So you get started pretty quick to get this podcast started. You're starting to teach and train people in regards to that, uh, provide a service for them. You quit your job, you're full-time in the business, and then over, I guess the last several years, you've scaled up to 11. To where now you're working on the business, not in the business, on a pretty consistent basis, I guess it sounds like, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that the, that's one of those things where it's always the journey and not the destination. Like, I, I don't think I'll ever be entirely done there because, I mean, for instance, we have a, a new marketing person starting uh, in a week and a half. And so I'll be working in the business with them to get them you know, up and running. Um, and then after that, we'll be hiring someone else. And so like, I think that's, that's probably my biggest job these days is, is, is hiring and, and people and, you know, some vision and focus stuff. Um, but yeah, I feel very fortunate to be able to focus on that stuff. Yeah. Dave Ramsey says that he works, he's got two roles in the, in the companies that he owns. He's like, I work on new systems. So if something new, I'm part of the creative project. He's like, and then if something's broken, I'm mm -hmm. like helping like, all right, here's what's broken. Let's fix this stuff. So it is a fun spot to be in business. Uh, I've been there, correct, since day one of launching my company. I've been in that. I'm not going to do a whole lot. I'm going to work <laughs> on the business, not in the business. Me and Chad are business partners. He's I, like, hey, I, man, I can vouch for that. Can <laughs> you work in the business? Can you work in the But uh, we've done pretty good over the over the years, so it's all right. Man, why are you – you tell me all the time, man, why are you doing that? Like, uh, you got to get out of that. Uh, yeah, Josh has been really uh, integral in our business and helping me understand – uh, how to stop trading my time for money and, and how to uh, start figuring out how to scale and grow um, from a people standpoint because I'm a task-oriented guy and I just immediately navigate to doing the work and trading time for money. And so it's been fun as we've, we've grown things together. I want to back up for a second and talk about 2014. At that point, could, did you just have a vision – of this is going to be a successful venture because everybody in the next eight, seven, eight years is going to be wanting to do podcasts or podcasts are going to be huge. They're going to take over and people aren't even going to be listening to radio anymore. What was it a hobby? Was it this may work or was it, I know this is the future of business. Where, where was your mindset? At I that totally point? knew it was going to work out great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. No, visionary. I mean, 
<laughs> it's it's funny. So I mean, I, I to to be really honest, um, the the podcast motor business took off much more quickly and easily than I thought it could have. Um, and I've always, I've all. <laughs> I've always just kind of like brought it along. You know, it was never like this thing I loved and this thing that I thought was like the next great thing. And that was going to be what I did uh, for like the rest of my life, you know, because like at, at, at a certain point, like it's pretty transactional, you know, people give us files. We, we have folks that edit them, we give it back. Um, like it's not my life's work. And so it's been interesting to, to, to have it be successful kind of in spite of my, excitement about it you know um <laughs> so you're saying basically you're saying this has this wasn't a passion project where you're like fulfilling your calling in life by building this company yeah it was kind of like hey i bet we could make some money with this and we did and then i was like shit we need to figure out like how to actually do this so we don't let a bunch of people down and like of course we let a bunch of people down because like that never works right the first time you know um so yeah and and i think that like for me, that's okay. You know, like I have a, I have a buddy that runs a, a really successful time tracking app. Um, and he's like, I don't love time tracking, you know, but I love like figuring all this out and working on the business and, and being successful. So I, hey, I got to ask like, this question about your buddy, Craig, is he like really good time manager himself or is he me? He's like the worst <laughs> he, time manager like ever. Super, super type A. So like, I think maybe he really like enjoys it, but, but I mean, I also think that like at a point, you guys probably can read it. Like you're not super passionate about like the thing you're doing, but more like running the business. And like, that's, that's your passion. It's like the business, not the end goal. Um, I, I feel really lucky that like we get to, I get to do this right. Podcast about podcasting and business and stuff like that. And that's really awesome. And I love the kind of customer that we serve. Um, but, but I, I may be more just like doing business, you know? I agree with that. The challenge of business and the, uh, the yeah. entrepreneurship journey and everything behind it. I, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really cool. So when we talk more about podcasts, why should somebody have a podcast right now? Um, what are the metrics, uh, behind, uh, how a podcast helps make an entrepreneur or business successful? Yeah. I mean, so I think that like this show is, is like all the justification that folks should, should need to like want to start a podcast is like, it is the most like effective in terms of like your, as an entrepreneur's time and investment in something. Uh, it is the most effective use of your time in creating, we call it like a digital resume, right. For your potential audience. And so like when you, go to go on a sales call with somebody or you're going to go speak at a conference or you're going to go do this new partnership thing. You're able to reference your podcast and people, if it's, if your podcast is in your space, they already know you probably, you know, like I go and get on sales calls now and you're like, man, I listened to that episode last week of your podcast. That was totally cool that you did this thing. And like, how much easier is that than hi, I'm Craig. I'm from Castos. We do this. Like you go in with, just like all of the, the the cards stacked in your favor. And, and so, I mean, that like for a business person, like if you're not podcasting as a, a thing for your brand, you should be. But, but the secret, I think that's maybe not as much of a secret anymore, is it is the best networking tool that you can have, right? So like we got a bunch of customers in our podcast motor business by me doing a podcast and reaching out to people who I wanted to be our customers and showcasing them on our show. You know, hey, best-selling time, you know, New York Times author, I'd love to have you on to talk about your podcast. Have them on. Hey, by the way, we do this thing. Uh, do you know anyone that would be interested? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to, I'd love to do that. You know, whether it's that or like, hey, how can I help you? How can I connect you with other people in our space? Um, the, the chances of you getting, you know, influencer X in your industry on a 30 minute call, just to bullshit is like zero, right? But the chance to invite them on your podcast for you to, to showcase them and ask them questions and put them in the spotlight in the best possible way is even today in 2021, really, really, really good. 
Um, and and so that's with like that, the, man. Like that's that's something that I think, like you're saying, like if you call somebody and you say, "Hey, can I get 30 minutes?" or let's say it's a local person, like, "Can we grab coffee for 30 minutes?" or, you know, "Can we get on a phone call for 30 minutes?" The person that you're asking may say yes, they may not say yes, but either way, they see it as you're asking me to do something to help you. You're asking me to give yeah. you value. It's a favor. Yeah, yeah right. And, but and, if, and they're not necessarily looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, they may or may depend yeah. on the person, right? Sure. And what they got going on. <laughs> but when you ask someone to be on your podcast, unless they're so big time where they're on them all the time, it's seen, it's like a compliment. Like, hey, you, I noticed and recognize you're an expert. I'd like for you to share with my audience. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to come give value, but you're also giving me a compliment. You're making me feel good about myself. Like it's, there's, it, it appeals to our vanity, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it really does when you're asking somebody to come speak, it's seen as like a compliment. And we've seen the same thing. You talk about uh, as a business owner, entrepreneur, and as a brand having a podcast for that digital resume, we've seen that happen for our guests we're the only podcast they've ever been a part of. So now they are directing their customers and people they want to get in front of to the episode of their own. It's, it's become a digital oh, yeah. resume on their side. So it's really cool mm-hmm. to watch it ripple out and spread. And, and I know um, one of our guests, um, she started a podcast of her own and reached out to us and said, Hey, I see what y'all are doing. Can y'all help me start one? So it, it starts having a really cool entrepreneur ripple effect, and uh, that's uh, I like that. So, yeah, the, the digital resume and and you know that part of uh, branding and just identification of who you are and what you do is is huge. So, and two specifics there. So I know for Chad recently, he had someone that approached him about doing some business, and Chad was able to refer him to a to one of our podcast episodes. So someone who knew of Chad as a business professional didn't yet know of the podcast. And Chad's like, hey, man, you need to ep- listen to episode, whatever, 31. Well, this guy listens to episode 31, then listens to like, all the rest of the episodes over about a week and just like consumed it, right? And um, Which was awesome. And the same thing for me, two days ago, I have a guy reaching out about potentially hiring me to be a coach. And I say to him, go listen to this podcast episode. This will tell you if you should hire me or not. So instead of spending a lot of time with like, let me, you know, selling him, I'm like, Look, this is, here's, check out my digital resume. Check out my brand. You'll find it there. And if you like it, then let's yeah. talk. And if not, then no big deal. So for me, it's a time saver, too, with that digital resume piece because we can give content we've already recorded, a conversation I've already had, and let somebody be a part of it. It's such a cool way to do that. So you said digital resume, great networking tool. You're right now, for our listeners, we haven't said this, you're in France right now. We're in Athens, Georgia. like, And we're here we are networking, having a call together. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And we've been able to do that now. I mean, really people all over the world so far, we're about 50 episodes in, and we're talking to people in multiple continents. And it's been such a fun experience. I'm like, man, how, it is, it's just crazy that we were able, afforded the opportunity to do that. It's been a fun thing for us and something that uh, we didn't have that platform previously to do it. So it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think that platform word is is like a really good word. It is a platform, something that we we feel really strongly about and like, news in our industry in the last couple of weeks around like Apple and Spotify doing some things around this really solidified it even more is like, this is your platform. You know, you should own where this content lives. You should have control over it at all times. And and like, because, you know, in five years, it won't be called a podcast anymore, right? It'll be called a whatever, you know? And and so you want to be able to take that content and the folks that are engaging with it and go do this new thing with it. You know, like we were all blogging as the only form of communication a few years ago, and now we're podcasting and it's going to be email or it's going to be a community or whatever. And like you, you want to own your platform so that you can go do whatever the next thing is and engage with your audience and and kind of continue that discussion down the line. Um, The other, the other thing I think about when it comes to business is it's like your podcast is a great qualifying tool. Um, Like you were saying, like it qualifies in people. You know, hey, you don't, you don't work with me consulting. Here's why you should work with me and the type of people I work with and don't work with. It's also like that's that's qualifying out. I think it's good for qualifying in to say like, hey, this is who I am. You know, like this is my body of work. If you like this, we and you know we might should work together. Um, and if you don't, then that's cool. And we all know that ahead of time. You don't get into this weird shitty situation where you have bad clients um, as, as often, hopefully. Yeah, I, I would think there for a business owner, what an awesome episode to record of who's my ideal customer or what are the customers that I serve and who I, who do I who do I want to uh, 
um, perform from a service standpoint for in my community or, or virtually or whatever it may be and have an episode around it. And anytime somebody reaches out about uh, your services or becoming a customer, say, hey, listen, this episode, it'll tell you the value we can bring and who our ideal customer is. And you know right away it's a fit or it's not. Yep. Yep. That's I never thought about it before. That'd be a, that's a really cool well, opportunity. This, this in goes owner. into something a little different, but it, it goes back to what you were saying, Craig, about what your role is with Castos now and as the CEO and, and, and not having this standard of day-to-day procedures for you. Like your job is to work on the business, not in the business. And so like you need to not do things within the business on a consistent basis. Well, when that means that you have a lot of value in your time to offer wherever. And so we're all three at a point in business where like we probably don't need to go sell the next, let's if it's a coaching client or whatever, we don't need the next client. Like we may want the next client, but we don't need the next client. And so having some type of qualifying tool just to save us our time, we're more interested now in time versus money. Like we want to make sure our time yeah. is well spent. It, this, it, it becomes amazing to be able to say, like, I don't need this guy to be my client. So like, hey, man, if we might be a good fit, check it out. I'm going to save my time. I'm not going to be pitching you for 45 minutes on why I should be your coach. Listen to this. We'll figure it out. If you're interested, call me back. That's for me, anyway. It give it gives me a sense of power or control over my time that I appreciate. And so I'm glad the tool yeah. is there to do that. So what else, man? Why else should we have, or why should people have a, a good podcast? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that the the good word there is is really important, right? Because because like there are a bunch, especially in this space a bunch of terrible podcasts and and like i think they end up doing the opposite of what we just talked about right of like oh this is this is a disservice to my brand and the efforts that i'm trying to to do with, with you know moving my business forward um and, and i think that when it comes to creating a good podcast like the most important thing is like understanding who you're talking to you know like who you ideally want to talk to why they should give a shit, you know, like why they're interested, what do they care about? What are they scared about? Um, and then like, how can you serve them and provide value? Right. So like, who is it? What do they care about? And and, like, how can you do something about that? And and, like, it, it sounds really obvious and simple, but like we, we go through exercises with our clients of like, give this person a name, you know, give, give your ideal listener a name, you know, do they live in Athens, Georgia? Are they, you know, 35 years old, are they, you know, male or female? Where are they from? What are their backgrounds? What are they interested in? All that kind of stuff. I mean, literally just write all that stuff down. And then like, w- once you've done that, then everything else gets really easy, right? Like the name of your podcast and what it should be about and how often you release episodes and do you have guests on or is it a co-host situation or do you monologue? And like all of that stuff just kind of like falls into place once you define really, really clearly like, what your show's about, who's it for, what, what kind of value you're trying to provide, and then you just execute on it, right? And, and like, I think that's amazingly what sets apart a lot of of shows from, you know, whether they're successful or not. That's good. And I'm, that relates to, I'm, I'm working on continuing to build and polish my skills as a speaker and being able to present to a, a a larger audience as opposed to trade time for one-on-one and, and consult in that format. And everything is around those same things is you've got to identify, you've got to funnel in and get more specific on who's your audience and what's that person look like? What do they do? What do they care about? What's their name? That The more specific you can get, uh, you're a big fish in a small pond. You can become an expert so much easier and you can relate to your specific customer, uh, like you've known each other for 20, 30 years. And I think it's the same thing with podcasting. When you try to go too broad or you try to cover everything or you try to appeal, you try to be funny, you try to be serious, you try to be educational, it it just scrambles and it makes for a bad podcast. And and, and yeah. I've listened to them and, and I'm sure you uh, you encounter them more often than we do. Um, what, what are some things that are like, what are the no's of podcasting like? do not do these three things or these are the worst things you could do. Do you have any examples of like, I got to tell you some hiccups here though, for us on the starting block, Craig, number one. And by the way, <laughs> we definitely had some hiccups. Oh, it's funny. Cause we're just like, we're just going to roll. We're going to create a mess. We'll just do it. We've but, never even been on a, we, I don't even know that we'd ever seen a podcast in production. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Uh, I no, bought no, a no. book. I, I went to Barnes and Noble and bought, <laughs> just seriously, this is no joke. Podcast for dummies. 
That's where yeah. it started. We uh, should have that in the background. I need to get somebody I got out of the house. For sure. But you I'll said start, something. I'll read it every once in a while. I mean, you're probably going to read it after this. Uh, we started off, Greg, looking at your website. It's talked about. it didn't take very well. Yeah, seriously. We're still dummies. Um, it was great. The book was for us, though. They're right? not a sponsor like, guys of this show, ironically. They should be. Gosh. Um, you said that you started off your podcast by yourself. This was on your website. And that you realized that the best podcast had co-hosts. So for us, like we started it together. We didn't realize that it could be good or bad that way, but it was pretty much set in stone from the beginning that I was the host of the podcast and Chad would be the co-host. And so just from day one, Batman needs a Robins, which you realized, and we realized it from the very beginning too. And since one of us is kind of more built, more attractive, more athletic type, you know, like obviously the obvious just, hero. Just because you wear athletic obviously clothes does not make leader. you more athletic. I mean, just because you wear Adidas <laughs> don't make you a soccer star, buddy. I will give you, it's like, uh, <laughs> listen, no joke, no joke. I came in this morning and, and, and all this awesome, this is a new background and setup for us. It's and great looking. Really hard I like it. it. Thank you. Thank you. And I come in and she's like, you know, do you want the blue light or the pink light or the purple or whatever? And I was like, eh, I like sitting on the right. I really want the blue light, but just let Josh have the blue light. It's easier. It's just less hassle. You know, he's just high maintenance. So <laughs> kind of that same thing with the host and co-host. Um, yeah. So the, we started yeah. off, we bought some microphones, right? We we just went, we just started buying stuff. Great. These microphones. The microphones actually, we're yeah. using. Now, I don't know if you know what microphone we're using or whatever, and they're probably not the best to buy, but we bought them. They're pretty nice microphones. And our first episode, maybe our first two, we're like, they only, the only one side of this is is receiving our voice. Uh-huh. We had them like, some of them were turned toward us, some of them were turned away from. We yeah, had no there's idea. There's a little mark on here telling you like where the funnel is at, and we, we, I think we had them like pointing. I think we we're, oh yeah, talking yeah, yeah. Like we're talking to like, the top. <laughs> Welcome to Entrepreneur Adventure episode number so, one. So in the beginning, our very first episode goes back. You look at it, it's the with the Sign Brothers, Justin and Michael Cyber, two good friends of ours. I'm at listening to the podcast, which, by the way, also Chad was like, "Man, the audio is not that important. Don't worry about it." Why are we? So I'm like, "It's a podcast. All, content. All it is is what they <laughs> Nobody hear." Nobody cares about audio. But the There's street noise and the, the guy saying that he sounded so good. I was like, "Why does he sound like he sounds like he's speaking directly into a mic? Like he's in the studio, and the rest of us sound like we're on the sidewalk talking." Well, it was because he had his microphone, you know, like it was turned uh-huh. toward him, and we're all facing. Yep. So we're we are. I don't think we read all of podcasting for dummies before we start <laughs> oh no i'm, I'm impatient I, think, I got like two I, chapters I in wrong, i was like we right? got like, this because if you if you decided like hey i'm gonna read this whole book and then i'm gonna go take pat flynn's course and then i'm gonna go do this like you never would get started right because it's just so intimidating but but i think that like get the basics and then go right and, and figure it out and like entrepreneurs are really good at this right like build the parachute on the way down you know like um, I we think built so, the parachute, so man, but we had it inside few, out. <laughs> we messed it up. I'll list a few things that like you, sh- you definitely should do, uh, like that minimum requirements and things you definitely shouldn't do. Um, so, so you should have a podcasting mic. Uh, it does not have to be expensive. <laughs> I, for the first four and a half years, uh, used an Audio-Technica ATR2100, which is about $70. I upgraded <laughs> to a sh- uh, Samsung Q2U, which I use now, which is about $80. Um, and it plugs right into my computer. There's no interface and preamp and all this garbage that like, you need like 80% of good, right? And, and like, that's that's really important. Is like, you need to have the mic, have it pretty close to your face, right? Because if it's three feet away, then it's going to pick up the guy that's mowing his yard down the street and the dog barking and the kids slamming the door and all this kind of stuff. Like from a sound perspective, get a decent mic, put it pretty close to your face and then have headphones on. And like, that's it, right? Um, we use a tool to record called Squadcast, squadcast.fm. They're amazing. Um, and just record a higher quality file than Zoom does. We're talking on Zoom. Zoom is like, perfectly okay but like if you guys wanted to up your game to, to go to the next level get squadcast and use it and it's amazing and like it records a wave file so super high fidelity um it, it, but it's like that's like 2.0 stuff right like so you don't have to start doing start using zoom or google meets or whatever um you should have a website for your podcast you know you should have a place where you say hey if you enjoyed the episode or to find show notes go to you know mypodcast.com um, and that should be a place you own, I think. Um, 
And then from there, just like find a way to, to communicate and connect with your listeners. That's one of the weird things about podcasting, which we're hoping to solve here soon is like y'all talk and listeners listen, and there's no way for them to participate in the podcast, right? Like we're going to be solving that, but like you got to get people on your email list or into your community or to join your local thing. And, and like that, that's, that's, if someone asked me like, what is the common thread of all successful shows on your platform? That's it. Is that the podcast is not everything about the, the brand and the, the connection. It's, it's one of them. And maybe it's like the leading edge of it, but there's something else in the background. Do you, do you think that's where clubhouse is coming in now to, allow the audience to engage in the communication or is that just a completely separate uh uh unconnected platform at this point both yeah okay yeah i think that that clubhouse and social audio are ways that you can connect in a more dynamic way with your audience but it to, to us and to me it does not replace your podcast but it is it's social media right so like how do you all use facebook and twitter and instagram and stuff like that Clubhouse is a variety of that, I think. Um, but your podcast like lives forever, you know, and you own it. Like Clubhouse, it's live and then it's gone, you know. Um, and so, like, I I think they're just really different. But your I, the idea that you're getting at is is really right on, right? Is that like if you say on your your podcast, hey, next Tuesday the twentieth at noon, we're gonna have a Clubhouse thing. Y'all hop on and we'll talk. Um, that's huge, you know, and that, that's an avenue for you to connect with your audience. I think people um, see a challenge, Craig, with, you know, a lot of people, if they're like, let's say an entrepreneur, that's who's listening to this podcast. They, and they know a lot of them want to start a podcast, but they see all these, like, oh, it's going to be this crazy amount of work. I don't know it. Not everybody's willing to go to Barnes and Noble and get podcasting for dummies like I, Chad. I will say if I'd have known the amount of backend work, the time, the all that being said, I don't do any of that. Our team does. But if I were to realize all the back-end work and time involved in the production and editing of a podcast, we'd, we'd never been sitting here. The right? reason because we have I a podcast is because of that. Yeah. yeah you absolutely. didn't know how much yeah. it would take. And I didn't know there were people out there uh, like Castos that would take all that off your, your plate or handle that for you. So I see the community piece. The I, I think that's a challenge for a lot of people. And it's been a challenge for us because it's like most entrepreneurs and they're starting a podcast, like they want to appear successful. And starting a community, the amount of work to build it and make sure it, in that beginning of it, you're moving. It's like pushing a car up a hill, right? Like you're building, mm -hmm. a, you're, you're writing a newsletter, and you might have four people you're sending it to. Nobody wants to have the YouTube video that's got two views. <laughs> but it take, but it takes. You got to have the starting part of it, you know. To get, you got to be bad at it. You got to be like for anything to before you can get good. And I think that's a challenge for lots of people is just going through all that work, you know, and knowing that it's going to take a lot of work to get to where I'm even remotely adequate at this stuff, which I think is one of the, uh, there's lots of people that believe that they should have a podcast. They, they want to have a podcast, but the amount of work to the amount of, uh, I just don't know all the stuff. And it seems like a lot and it just keeps people from doing mm -hmm. it, which you guys have a solution for that too, right? Like you can take a lot of the, of the pain points yeah, and the time away. It sounds like, which I think is a very yeah. attractive uh, idea for entrepreneurs to say, look, we, get your microphone, you know, get these few simple things. And then we can handle a lot of that backend stuff that you don't need to know about or need to worry about. Can you talk to us a little bit about that for a second? Like from the standpoint yeah. of what you guys offer for someone, let's, let's say you're talking to us, Craig, and like, we just, we don't have a podcast yet. This is just an exploratory call. You're telling us this is what you can do for us because I think we would have loved to have known on the front yeah. end. Uh, we yeah. can save 15 I mean, bucks and, and on that book. We talked to a lot of, a lot of folks, you know, in your shoes to say like, I'm a, an entrepreneur, I'm a brand, you know, I have more money than time and I want to start a podcast, but I don't want to have to buy podcasting for dummies and figure all this stuff out and build a team and stuff like that. And so, I mean, if folks want to check it out, you know, castos.com slash services, kind of an overview of the different things we do, but we have like ongoing editing and production services. We have a couple of different kind of levels of service there. We also have like a podcast in a box kind of thing, right? Like, 2,500 bucks gets you the first three episodes, consultation with us and our team, your website and your feed all set up, submitted to all the directories, the cover image, all that, you know, art, music, all that kind of stuff. So like you show up, we do an initial consultation call, you go record the episodes, we put it all together and then you're ready to go. Turnkey, so like, that's awesome. Yeah, that goes yeah. back to that turnkey Heck solution yeah. idea of, yeah. it makes it where it's like, all right, here's, this is the plug you have to bring. 
And it's you got to record <laughs> right. something, you need a microphone, but you're just going to plug it into us. We're going to play it. We're going to make it all pretty yeah. and sound yeah. good. And make yeah. It happen. yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that it, it is like we, we talked about before. It is like it is much harder than doing a blog or a newsletter or, you know, something like that. I mean, Substack, right, is just such a, a an amazingly easy tool for for having like a paid newsletter podcasting like just will never be that simple you know and, and even clubhouse where it's on your phone and you just click a button and start recording and like it, it there's still a lot that goes into to the back end of of something like that um but but i also think it's why it's so valuable as a piece of content and, and like a, an asset for your brand is is it it lives forever it is really rich and, and like we use the term intimate you know um in a good way and not in a weird way but like you're you're talking and someone is hearing what you're saying and, and like you're providing value for 45 minutes every week. Like the chances of you getting that much time with your audience in any other medium is, is zero, you know? I know the first thing that drew me to the podcast is, uh, and what essentially one of the reasons uh, we wanted to start recording episodes was the ability to listen to it anywhere. If I'm driving, if I'm working out, if I, I can get business knowledge and I can get wisdom from mentors and people that have gone down the entrepreneurial journey that, that I'm trying to do every day and have been down the path and can share their experiences. And I can do it while I'm also doing other productive stuff, whether it's working or working out or driving. And it's like, man, it would be awesome to be able to share our experience and give back and and be able to to help other entrepreneurs not feel like they're on their own or they're on an island. And it's just such a cool platform, but it is a ton of work and it is way more than I knew we were getting into. And um, I, I, I see why now so many podcasts get uh, three, five, ten episodes and they disappear. I mean, it's yeah. the survival rate of a podcast getting over 20 episodes, I feel like, is yeah, like you probably know smaller than stats. starting a business. Uh, Can you give us some podcast stats? Yeah, like it's that? a really small number. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know the exact number, but yeah, I mean, it drops off after 10 and then 20 and 50. I mean, you guys are the exception by far at, at 50 episodes. Um, and, and it is like that. I think if, if I could just rattle off a few things of like things you absolutely shouldn't do. Yes, um, please. Absolutely. That, that's obviously one of them, right? Like don't start something you can't keep going, you know, like make it sustainable. And I think that like that talks to the level of, of podcasting you want to get into. Like you guys have a beautiful studio and professional mics and people helping you and stuff like that. But like if from a time or money perspective, that's not sustainable, then don't do that stuff. You know, use your iPhone and record it and put it on Anchor, which is free and all this, you know, and there's garbage that comes with that. But like, if that's what you need, then then that's great. Um, I think the other thing is like, don't, and it's kind of related is don't publish inconsistently um, because what it does is signals to your audience like, hey, you know, he's just not that serious about this. You know, like if you can't show up every Thursday, then don't do it at all. Um, or, or do it every other week or once a month or whatever you can really stick with. Like, I think that, I think that's really important. And then like to, again, to whatever degree, like have good sounding audio uh, and it, it doesn't have to be hard or expensive to, to put together, but like get a podcast, you know, spend 80 bucks, get a good podcasting. Like I podcast sometimes with just the headphones that come with my phone. Um, and, and it actually sounds pretty decent. And, and like, just do that. Don't just use the, you know, the, the speaker and the microphone on your computer. Um, so, I, I mean, I think there's the, I, the, the, the theme of this is like, there's this bar above which your podcast has to exist. Right. And above that, like your gains are, are kind of small, I, I think, but you got to get there and then everything else is kind of gravy. I like it. And, and I relate that, uh, to, to golfing terms. Uh, I, I learned this in, in my younger days of golf is, you know, for 200 bucks, you can buy some really good clubs, uh, that'll help you play well. And for every $200 over that you spend, you're gaining like a 2% advantage. It, that, that percentage of improvement gets really small. But from somebody that has a podcast or is getting ready to start a podcast, Josh, you talked about you don't want to be the YouTube guy with two views, but it's all part of the process. I hear a lot of people talking about, should I should I put any marketing dollars or ad spend behind my podcast? Should, should I help grow my audience or should I just let it be organic? I know you, you kind of live in both those worlds of advertising, marketing and podcast. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think that like, if you, if you have the the luxury to, to put marketing resources behind your podcast, you, you should. Um, I think that the first thing we tell folks is like, reach your audience where you're already connecting with them. 
So if that's social media, do a social media. If it's and and specifically there, if it's already Twitter, don't go on Instagram and try to like you know rustle up your audience there. If it's email, make it email. If it's on your website, folks are already coming there. Put it on your website. Like you probably should do all of those, but if you can only do one, choose the one where you're already connecting with people the most effectively. Um, paid acquisition for podcasts is a really interesting thing, and, and that kind of comes in two flavors. I think one, like the obvious one, is like Facebook ads. Um, and promoting your podcast episodes on your website <laughs> in Facebook. Um, that That's one way to do it. And the other one is buying ads on podcasting apps like Overcast and Player FM. Um, you, can, you can choose like, hey, I want to promote my podcast in the business section of Overcast. And it's actually pretty affordable, like a few hundred dollars a month. And they give you information about like, hey, you had this many impressions, this many click-throughs and this many subscribes. So nothing like what Facebook gives you um, and, and all the scary stuff that they do. Um, but 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 is really easy. You just go to overcast.fm, I think it is, and say, I want to sign up and you do this. And if they have spots available, you can buy them. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of how we think about, you know, non-organic growth in a podcast. Awesome. Well, Craig, listen, man, I know uh, you got a call coming, another call coming up, but we're going to somehow blackmail you or manipulate you into coming back on the, this podcast again and doing, giving us some more content because there's so much, there's so many more questions that I want to ask. And I already know that I can't go to coffee with you unless I have to fly to France. And that's just, that's I too difficult. To. I would love to. Well, I'd love to have a coffee and I'd love to come back on. You guys are really kind. Thank you. So tell our listener where they can find you at. And then I'm sure that, again, we get asked all the time, like, how'd y'all start the podcast? What do y'all, what y'all does it take? And really, we're like, well, we don't know, man. We had a team of people that worked for us that were like, hey, figure this out. And they've done a great job. But uh, I think we will definitely have some people reaching out to you to, to find out how they can do maybe the, the podcast in a box type idea. So tell us where we can find you. Yeah. So, I mean, castos.com is where everything we do lives, C-A-S-T-O-S.com. Uh, folks want to reach out to me directly. I'm just Craig at castus.com. Shoot me an email. would love to chat. Um, and then if you want to kind of do the, the self self-service version of, of kind of everything we know about podcasting, uh, we have a, a free Academy. So academy.castus.com. And I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's like, we were joking about Pat Flynn's course. We have like four courses in there and we're adding another one this month. Um, so I mean, you can go from like basics, monetization, gear, ads, uh, private podcasting, all that kind of stuff. So Maybe, yeah, it's, yeah. Maybe it's we should check that out. really cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's like podcasting for dummies 2.0. Is it? It is. Yeah. You got to be the episode a few years ago yeah. and you're not doing the Academy man. you're, you're missing out. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Craig. <laughs> well, man, thanks so much for joining us. This has been fun. It's been educational. I want to plug into the Academy. I want to learn more and then, yeah, have you yeah, back on. Let's do. talk some more. And, and I, I do think it, for a business owner and entrepreneur is there's so much power here in podcast to grow your business uh, faster and build your audience and customer uh, way easier than a lot of other avenues out there and so uh, excited to continue to share that more and we've loved it and we've seen um, so much success from it without trying to pursue it from a monetization standpoint and man just thank you so much for your time and i really appreciate it and look forward to catching up with you in the future my pleasure thank you guys thanks thanks craig If you're a fan of the Entrepreneur Adventure podcast, we would love to hear about it. You can leave us a review right here on your favorite podcast app. You can subscribe to the podcast or you can find us on Instagram at The Entrepreneur Adventure. Until next time, thank you for joining us.